There we go. <laughs> what if you only had one shot? What if you to only had Castle Baron? <laughs> one black mage. <laughs> Would you let the Leviathan take out your boat? And your homies? <laughs> Would you lose all your homies forever? Snap back to my city. Hope oh, there goes Ridian. <laughs> and that's the bit. And that's the that's bit. The, that's the we had we had more lyrics written out, um, but none of us with the latency with the guitar, I feel like it was hard for us to hop on in on it. I didn't know if Carl was gonna do it, so I just went ahead and I, said it all. It so was his I'm gag, still though. unsure. I'm still unsure if uh we actually started the podcast or not. I'm gonna assume <laughs> yeah, we same are. here. So we can just go no on idea. and say now back to Mesidia, Ope, there goes Ridia, Edward <laughs> still shittia, Final Fantasy, Theatorhythmia, you know, <laughs> and so forth. And before anybody calls us out, yes, Carl said Decidia first, but I did say Decidia <laughs> first, but I couldn't find a good way of including it. I want I, I just assumed Tella would be in Decidia, so Tella in Decidia would you know flow with it, but uh, I don't. I think that's non-canonical. So I like the part in that song where Eminem says, "This is the Final Fantasy uh, podcast every FNFF," <laughs> and uh, my name is Curtis. Where's my snare? My name's Carl Germ. I don't hear any snare in my headphones. <laughs> and I'm Alex. All right. <laughs> That's an awfully um, hot black mage magic fire pot. <laughs> an awfully hot black mage fire pot. I don't know. I'm a little slow with it today. It's all right. I just woke up uh, 10 minutes ago. I got to put on my Hermes sandals. Am I right, folks? Am I right, folks? I- <laughs> Look at, looking at my Hermes sandals. That's a paladin. <laughs> that's a paladin. <laughs> paddling the school canoe. Oh, you better believe that's a paladin. Oh, you better believe that's a paladin. <laughs> when Edward jumps in the... Uh, I mean, we're getting... Or Edward, what? Uh, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Uh, what are we doing today? <laughs> well, um... Where do Cecil, we find ourselves on, on a beautiful himself. island? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking Cecil's in Besaid right now. Yeah. <laughs> are we in Besaid? Are we in the Snubian Desert? We're on the Jose Shore. The Jose. Are we, uh... Or are we in the uh, intro cutscene of a game called Final Fantasy VIII, where you see the nice waves crashing? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Jump Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Thurston. <laughs> Waffles cat. Um Yeah, so we have a everybody is dead uh, except for yeah. Cecil. Yeah, it's rough. Um We got a real JJ Abrams lost situation going here. I like to think that uh, Cecil's looking around and he just has that that like sting line that they had Aww. in like every trailer or whatever. Where it's just like it's the it's the guy who sucks from the one Eminem music video and also Lord of the Rings where he just goes, guys, where are we? <laughs> oh, yeah. Except there are no guys in this case. It is just Cecil. Yeah, it's just Cecil. Um, but yeah, the ship is wrecked. Cecil's alone. And uh, we've castaway ourselves. We've done castaway ourselves. But it turns out that we're not on an island. We're on like a little peninsula, I suppose. Um, yeah yeah we're like on a different continent but we're just at the very outskirts of it right and there is a town like real close by once we get uh control of cecil again we just walk a couple of 
walks over and get to it. And uh, it's it's probably the last place that Cecil wants to be, too. I love going to a new place that I've never been before in a, in a strange land, yep. you know, yeah. and, you know, like uh, I, I like to see new places. And it's nice going somewhere where no one knows you. You get to pretend to be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, like, oh, I get to be. Yes, I Cecil want. can finally start over and start a new life. Change his identity, perhaps. So uh, this is Messidia. <laughs> yeah. I, I walked in. I was like, oh, I, I recognize this name. And I was like, oh, look, cute little like black mages and white mages walking around. And then I was like, wait, yeah, wait a, a minute. Second. Which uh, like the very first black mage walking around in town will kind of give you a feeling for how the people of Messidia feel about you. Because uh, if you go up and talk to him, he's just like, oh, it's you. You came back, huh? Well, how about this? And he turns you into a fucking frog. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, he just uses Toad on you instantly. And then, like, I don't know if this happens. I'm guessing it does if your character's turned into a Toad in battle and you don't, like, use Maiden's Kiss or whatever. Um, but your sprite, uh, at least in my version, turned into a little frog. Yeah, I was walking yeah. around as a frog as a frog the whole time. I was like, I deserve this. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very cute little frog sprite. And in the SNES versions, uh, or the Super Famicom versions, uh, if you talk to him again, he'll cast Toad again, and you can actually cure yourself from it, which is nice. But uh, yeah, but yeah, that does not work. Beats in 3D staying at the end. In the three yeah. version, uh, yeah, you'll just be like that slimy form suits you well. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's it, it's really oh, funny nice. in the three one because you, you when you go to your like uh, inventory menu to manage your stuff, you do just cause see your party, and he's just a dull yeah. dude. It's just a little man. You know what? This he's oh, just, what just, a good little man. He's a little man. That's how my cat looks anytime I look at him. He like wants food or something. <laughs> it's uh, my turn. Uh, this also kind of brings up a, a, an interesting question about uh, just the the toad mechanic or the frog mechanic in Final Fantasy things. When you go around to other black mages in that form, like I mean, I guess word travels fast in Mysidia or whatever. But, like, everyone knows who you are. And they're all like, you fucking asshole. You yeah, fucking monster. You should be fucking ashamed pissed. of yourself. How dare you show your face around these parts? Yeah, they are. They are not happy with you. I wonder why. What could we have done to them? Yeah. What? What could have? Nothing I did. It's like, dude, I was just, I was just doing my job, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one of them even says, like, "Will you please, like, free our, uh, like, comrades or whatever?" Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you go to the inn and talk to the dancer? I did. I did. It's a little saucy. It is a little saucy. So, uh, if you talk to the dancer in this town, like as always, they give you a little dance, but it's like the evil plotting music like i don't think we've heard it in the plot line yet but it's like when things are amiss it plays this uh the song sometimes and i was like "Ooh, evil dance and as the dance completes the screen blacks out so i guess like cecil passes out and uh when he wakes up he's behind the inn but he's been turned into a pig oh no oh yeah. okay interesting i think i and uh in in my version of it um I, that, I'm glad you brought that up because I was confused about this. But in my version of it, he wakes up outside of it, and um, there's like an old woman there, and she says like You have a lot to learn, or yeah, something. And then she, she like runs away. like jumps off into the forest. Yep. It's very cool. Yep. But I think I did that as the toad. Oh. So if I remember correctly, uh, this is on my on, on the one that I was playing on Vita. So I don't have any screenshots of it. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was just like Cecil's like sprite. And or it might have been the toad sprite, 
but I saw in my status ailments because later on I got another status ailment that we'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> and I saw that I had toad, pig, and poison oh, wow. all at the same time. And I was like, I was like, wait, when the fuck did I become a pig? <laughs> yeah, if you uh so in the inn, if you go to the barkeeper, he's like, Hey, how's it going? Uh, let, let me get pour you a drink, and then it poisons you. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, take that, you fucking scumbag, like, dark knight. Yeah, like, yeah. your kind's not welcome here. So, us. Uh, they're super anti imperialist. Yeah. yeah. And they're not afraid to fucking, you know, do their part in taking down critical the, uh, support. the imperial machine. <laughs> yeah, critical support to Masidia. <laughs> On Masidia Twitter, they have a, a gif of uh, just some guy punching in the face that everyone loves. <laughs> punching Cecil in the face. <laughs> yeah, the. <laughs> Someone that they used Toad on, so it's the the frog yeah, guy. Yeah. Punch Dark Knights, it's, him, it's always okay. The pee-pee guy. The peppy guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the pee-pee guy. Yeah, because he's walking around as a frog right now. Yeah. Um. Also, I will say, uh, Alex, a minute ago, you screen shared with us to show us the frog model. And the top of your screen is also very interesting, too, because he was looking at the equipment in the, uh, the weapons store here. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And there's nothing yeah. that... Cecil can equip, but there is like armor though, right? Uh, yeah, there is like armor. There's like knight's armor, but it, it Cecil can't equip any of it, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, so it's useless. So we don't even, you know, yeah, uh, you know, uh, why would they even put that there? It's, yeah. That's just world building that they hate the Dark Knights so much that they they got rid of all the all the uh, munitions that they could provide to them. Yeah, when uh, Baron <laughs> invaded, they killed all the soldiers and stuff so these are just like leftovers <laughs> um also the other end of snake way is here or the, the yeah, serpent. yeah yeah snake so the, way uh, serpent's path snake way is from dragon ball z yeah the the chamber of secrets that's right. called the devil's path i think in the devil's road in the uh yeah yeah in the three version uh but the other end of it is here so like way back in the first episode yeah we we found that on the like the other side of it and, and we were basically told like oh yeah the Mesidians like have sealed this off and it's like yeah like why wouldn't they yeah like, there's yeah. this direct path between them it's like you just fucking attacked us killed some of our people imprisoned some of our people and stole our fucking crystal yeah. like you can't just come back now right but that also kind of could have like raided the uh Mesidia through that and saved a lot of work with the uh well, I was thinking uh, I was thinking about that. I was just about to bring that up. And then I'm like, well, I mean, if they had airships, like, obviously, they would rather do that because, you know, that's kind of a bottleneck of having your entire right. army. Like, yeah, coming out of leave. one door. I mean, they, spawn I'm camping and a yeah, bunch exactly. of mages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's real three stooges with them trying to get back on the <laughs> red. Uh, the red wings are just stuck in the door. Yeah, you chowed ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. Boink. <laughs> Cecil's doing a little thing where he like runs in a circle on the ground. I'm a victim of circumstance, he says, as he's like killing a black knight or something. <laughs> or a black mage, I mean. Yeah, no one, no one in this town likes us at all. Um, no, no, they're they're for good reason. Pretty hostile, and yeah, like walking through, I'm like, hey, what's what's the matter with everybody? I'm just I'm just a little boy. Hey, I haven't seen you guys in a it's, couple weeks. What's up, everyone? It's my birthday. You wouldn't be mean to the little birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's your birthday. Yeah, remember, it's the same day as the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's Santa's Elvis' birthday. Um, but uh. North, not north of the town, but the northernmost uh, building in the town, right, is kind of like their um, town square, their city hall. I don't know what to call it. Plaza? It's their. Yeah, I figured it was like their city hall. Their big main building. Um, their Wawa. <laughs> yeah, their Wawa. That's right. We must defend the Wawa. 
Everyone's out. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of white mages outside just eating off of the trash cans because they kind of are like a table. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. Anyway. Um. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And like in there or like if you remember the very first scene in the game, like the very opening of the game, when we go into a. To steal the crystal from Masidia, there's a white mage, a black mage, and a old bald man like standing in Cecil's way, and he like throw you know, and the the Red Wings throw them aside, right? Right. You steal the crystal. Big button chop Those guy. three are here. Like these are the yeah. three people who are standing in front of us right now as well. Cecil's like, do you guys have any more crystals? <laughs> <laughs> I lost ours. I need like, some more crystals. I'm guys. really on the out. <laughs> I lost the one I stole. Yeah, from you. I'm really on the out with Baron right now. They're really mad at me. <laughs> I think if I could bring them one more, they might be cool again. <laughs> can you check in the back? Yeah, can you check in the back? We only have them in seven and a half. <laughs> oh. Um. But the elder says to us, you are the dark knight who came before. Why have you returned to this hallowed hall? And, uh, and Cecil explains who he was. He was like, yeah, I was the, the Lord Captain of the airship fleet. Um, but I, I before I lacked the courage to disobey my king. Um, and the elder says, you've come to apologize then. Words do not heal wounds, dark knight, nor do they restore life's flame to those whose candles you have doused. Oof. And like Cecil doesn't have shit to say to that. He's just like dot, dot, dot. Um, but the elder does see he's like, but I do see light in you that was not there before. So I'll at least hear you out. So he's at least going to give Cecil a chance to talk. So Cecil tells him that he's uh, trying to stop Golbez uh, and that Golbez is now in charge of the uh, the fleet. Um, he says that he captured Rosa, so he doesn't have Rosa anymore, and he doesn't even know what became of his companions who were on the ship. So he's like, I've lost everything. I still need to save Rosa. We have to stop Golbez, and I need your help. And um, and the Elder's, like, very, like, he's made out to be very wise and, like, maybe even a little, like, clairvoyant or something. I'm not really sure, because he's like, ah, it's all part of fate's test, my boy. Like, yeah. the universe has put this test in front of you. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like he's just like, ah, eh, you know, like, what do I got to lose? Like, just trusting this dude who has done nothing but harm yeah. <laughs> my people and culture and all that. He, There's definitely, like, something going on here that, uh, that he's, like, willing to... It's not just for like Cecil's sake, like out of the goodness of his heart. Like there's something more going on, right? And he tells him the same thing that the uh, the king of Fabul told Cecil as well. He's like, "You're never going to be able to defeat uh, any of your enemies or evil as long as you use the dark blade. So like, as long as you're a dark knight, you're not going to be able to accomplish it because eventually that darkness is going to swallow you too." Um, so he says, if you truly wish to cleanse yourself of this darkness and face this man, you must go to Mount Ordeals in the east. Destiny awaits you there. And like, it's a very like Star Wars-y moment, I feel like. It reminds me of like Yoda and Luke where he's like, oh, but I need to go right now. Like right now is that I, I need to go save my friends. Yeah, you know, like, and, like mm -hmm. can't go unprepared, buddy. You're not ready. Yeah, yeah. And, and he does the same thing to him because Cecil says, my friend, she's in danger. And, he's, and the elder says, this friend means much to you, doesn't she? But you must not let fear drive you to haste. It's Star Wars. It's, it's just Star Wars. <laughs> it's yeah. like the same speech. Fear leads to anger. Where's Porkins? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the Jeb Porkins of Final Fantasy IV? Sid, right? Yeah, I guess it would be Sid, right? Yeah, he's, he's, everyone, everyone thinks they're the Cecil, but they're actually the Porkins. <laughs> they're actually the Porkins. I feel like this could also just be read as like, they're just trying to get rid of you. It's like, yeah, go to Death Mountain. 
have a hoot. Yeah, yeah. Go to the mountain of yeah, death. You, It'll be your fine. destiny <laughs> is involved on Death Mountain. <laughs> Only there can you prove yourself worthy. Take this fork. <laughs> Only those pure of heart may stick it in the outlet and live. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he tells him that um, he's to go to Mount Ordeals and climb the mountain. And if he succeeds, he'll be able to trade in his dark sword for one of light. Um, but nobody who's ever tried to climb the mountain has ever returned. So. It was the last person who left. It was a night just like tonight. <laughs> and it happened exactly 13 years ago. <laughs> they never came back. <laughs> They say the hero has a hand bigger than his face. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Cecil tells him that he'll do it. He's like, all right, I'll do it. Um, and the elder gives us two guides to go with. Hell yeah. Uh, along the way, whom I love very much. <laughs> yeah. I love one two of them scamps. very much. I I love both of them. I really I really do. Like they're like a very they're a very good duo. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, but he says, I will provide you two young mages to accompany you. And their names are Palum and Porum. And he calls them both out. Porum if you got them. Porum if you got them. Uh, I think Palum is the boy. Yes. yes. I can, this is going to be it's a travesty. It's, it's a real, what's the Shakespearean trope of the two characters that are always together. So they're essentially just one character. I feel like it's similar to that. There's a little more distinction yeah, between them, obviously. About that. I forget, it's like Rosencrantz and Guildenstein I mean, or something, but they're always like... Uh, the two characters from I think it's Romeo uh, and Juliet. Fortress, R2-D2, and C-3PO. Well, those are the same character. But uh, yeah, Palome is the guy. Okay. So, uh... And R... I'm trying to think of like what... It's, it's funny because like as Corey said like last week is that L and R have the same sound in Yeah, <laughs> so they're just Padom and Podom. It must be even like yeah. extra confusing because one's an A and one's an O. That's really the only difference. Yeah, I, I when I was streaming my Final Fantasy homework last time, I was like, I will remember this because Palum's a pal, but he doesn't act like a pal, and so no, like I'm always like, so I always get him confused anyway. He's yeah. a, he's a little scamp. He's very he's very funny. <laughs> here's how I'm gonna here's how I'm going to square this circle, and it doesn't make any sense. Don't fucking at me on the Twitter because of this, or at me on the Twitter because of this. It's fine. It just it, it's cool. I'll respond anyway. I'm gonna say. That Ko is a off like a common female ending name in Japanese. Like that's a, a syllable you get at the end, like the O sound. So I'll say the O sound in Porom is how I will remember that that is the girl. <laughs> like I guess that's a stretch. That is a stretch, but it'll work for me. In in another one, you could just say like pa like papa like dad oh that's good too if we want to if we want to go you know gender wise with it and popo which is the cops she's the <laughs> narc of them all she's she's the <laughs> narc that's a, yeah i mean she's not really the narc well she's she's a little more by the book at least and a little bit more she's a little yeah, more by the yeah. book but there is a part where uh oh yeah palome yeah. uh like like reveal some information, information that he shouldn't, yeah. aka narking, and uh, <laughs> Porum just runs up and fucking smacks him. She's like, "Shut the <laughs> fuck up." Anyway, there's two like basically two kids, right? Yeah, and and Porum, the girl runs in and uh, says, "Oh, did you need something?" And the elder says, "Where's Palum?" And she's like, "Oh, that brother of mine. I don't know where he is." 
And then he just like appears out of thin air, right? Like directly just, next poof. to Cecil, yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like a little like puff of smoke that happens, and he like just whoosh like comes in. He's like, ha, here I am. And he says, You're that filthy dark knight from Baron. <laughs> I'm only helping you because he told me to, so you'd better be thankful. And Cecil like looks around at them. He's just like looking at these like two little kids, and he's like, Are you serious? These are the mages that you're gonna send with me? Like, are you sure about that? And the elder says, yes, the twins, Palam and Porum, they're young and still in their apprenticeship, but I can vouch for their abilities. And, like, I love these two characters so much because, like, there's, like, super similar, but uh, they have, like, very different personalities and they're very, like, good foils for each other, right? Yeah, definitely. This dynamic is, I'm just thinking of, like, the, uh, what this means for, like, if, if you're an adult and, like, basically Hitler comes to town, like, hey, uh... I messed up. <laughs> and Hitler like, comes down. Ah, send the kids with them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we get the kids off our chest for the for the afternoon. Go hang with <laughs> <laughs> Finally, just, relax. Yeah. Put my feet up a little bit. So this this is how I'm going to explain uh, Palum and Porum. I'm going to use a um, I'm going to use a metaphor that we've never used before on the Every FNFF podcast. Uh, Palum is Bart. <laughs> <laughs> and Porum is Lisa. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind uh, of their personalities. Yeah. Palum is George Costanza, whereas Porum <laughs> is more of a Jerry Seinfeld sort of character. <laughs> but no, I think Bart and Lisa is pretty apt. It's pretty um, apt, I think. Yeah. Porum's the, Porum's the good one, but I feel like everyone will like uh, Palum a little more just because he's the more rambunctious, radical one. Oh, you, you know. know. Yeah. He, he, you could imagine him rolling around on a skateboard. Yeah. If I, yeah, if I was, if I was a kid playing this game, I would definitely love uh, Palum, and think Porum was like lame. And but uh, upon See, growing I, I up was and a, being older, I'm like, oh, Lisa's actually the best Simpson. I, I was a very lame little rule follower when I was younger, so nerd. I feel like that would have been more. Yeah, I was a nerd, so I would be like more into Porum, I think, because <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Hey, pal, <laughs> did you get a load of that nerd? <laughs> I, I beg your pardon. Excuse me. Yeah, I beg your pardon. Um. But they're like they're always like clowning it up and like a gag that they bring in multiple times is that like Palum will say something rude or like something he shouldn't and then Porum will like smack him on the head. Yeah. It's like very cute. And it makes this like very cute like little oak noise when it happens. So are they uh, they, they are twins, right? I think we have pretty much confirmation yes. of that when we get into the first battle with them. Elder Lily says twins Palum and Porum when we first yeah. are introduced to them. I feel like Porum has like the the older sister kind of vibes, just because she's the more mature one, the more like responsible yeah. seeming one. She's seconds older. She came out first. Hell yeah, good for her. Yeah. I do like their outfits though. In the in the uh, good, good for her. They do kind of like a gestury kind of aesthetic in the. They, they're kind of clowny. I like it. They got this cute and like their faces are kind of clowny too. Like, it's very cute. They are very like uh, kind of on a raggedy Ann, but like. Or, or like oh yeah that's super cute or like uh candy land kind of aesthetic yeah they have like the big round noses like like <laughs> like they're just like an ellipse on their face it's cute they are, they are very cute i think did we talk about their like, they're wearing like a one piece like kind of onesie almost like they're wearing bjs honestly yeah it's a good look it looks cozy oh yeah they they look like very cozy characters that is for sure and they're very similar looking too they both like, they have, both have ponytails yeah. yeah. Um I think um yeah, Palum has like <clears throat> Palum has like a uh, a braided one and Porum has like just a natural one, I guess, right? Like a, yeah. Almost like a samurai yeah. like rat or a rat tail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the rat tail. Hell yeah. And uh Porum has one of the little Sephiroth hairs sticking out front. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, she's yeah. got the kind of bushier, curlier or hair. Or the Aerith he's hair. Got the more, uh, yeah, he's, or the Aerith hair. That's true. She's. I think, yeah, is, it's kind is, of more animated that the bangs will be parted in the center if there's a female yeah. and like kind of parted over like kind of more like a Bieber, oh, maybe. A Bieber bang thing. If, uh, <laughs> a Bieber bang. <laughs> yeah. I like the black mage back there just looking at all this happening. I like how just he's like a like, tall black mage. It's true. I feel like you don't really see that all that often. You don't see. I like the yeah you know, the the white mage. You've been vivi pilled. I have been vivi pilled for sure. But uh, but yeah, we get them on our party. Um, and I like that like uh, Palum introduces himself as a uh, Mysidia's most esteemed magical prodigy. <laughs> very good. But anyway. So those are who are going to the the Mount Ordeals with. Yeah, right? and I can't remember if we and, uh, if we specified that um, Palum is the Black Mage and Porum is the White Mage. Yeah, that's we'll find correct. Out very fast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I guess the next thing to do is to leave town and head to Mount Ordeals, right? Yes. Uh, there's really nothing else going on in the town. I think um, they will still poison you and turn you into animals even if you have the kids with you so just fyi there oh really i did test that i was like maybe they won't if i have the kids with me but uh, the, nah, uh they, they still don't like the, it their portraits in the menu are very good i oh, love the little Palum's portrait face, yeah the sass before face. i even met palom i added him to the discord because he's such a good react face he just has the it's, smarmy <laughs> it's smirk. real smug i love yeah. it <laughs> um but yeah, uh, like you were saying, so if we get into a battle uh, along the way, which we will, because Mount Ordeals is a little ways away. It, it's it's not super close by. Yeah, I initially um, went like almost all the way there because I was like, I want to see how big this place is. And I was like, oh, I can check the map. And then I was like, oh, I don't have sight or whatever. And then I started walking and I saw like Mount Ordeals and I was like, that looks serious. So I probably shouldn't go there. And then I realized I had like, I think it's called like Gnomish Bread or something, which has the same effect. Yeah. as. So I did that and I opened up the map and saw how far away I was. And I was like, oh, I don't want to just be walking around like with one person in my party. I was like, I'm going to go back to town. Um. But yeah, along the way, if we get into a fight, we will see uh, Palom and Porum's skills. And uh, I really like their skills, like depending on which version of game you're playing. I think the, uh, like, importantly, like you said, one's a black mage, one's a white mage, right? Uh, Palom's black mage, Porum's a white mage. Um, and when they start, they only have tier one skills. But I think only like a level up or two into it, they start getting their level two skills. Yeah. Right? yeah. And like most new party members that we've gotten so far, they start at a low level. So with the experience we're yeah. getting, they level up pretty quickly. Right. Yes. Yeah, so on the first level uh, uh, from 10 to I think they start at 10, level 10, right? I don't That's remember. It's a good question. I, I do think not they remember. Usually, that sounds about right. I think new party members usually start at level 10. But in my, yeah, my first battle, Palum learned pig and Parum learned raise. Yeah, raise like right off the bat. So that, that's really good. And then that immediately a level after that, they, uh, Palum learns Blizzara and Fyra. So it's already level two. Yeah. Yeah, and Fyra is real helpful. And it's a, just oh a my God, kick ass so looking good smell. Up. Yeah. Um, very importantly, they have a skill called Twin as well, uh, where if you use Twin with one of the, the two of them, both of them start using Twin. And they'll both start casting something, and it randomly pulls out like a supercharged spell. Yeah. Right? Oh, interesting. Like spells that only they can cast. Yeah. Um. So in in some versions, it's called Twin Casts, which is probably the yeah. name of a podcast somewhere. Maybe it's probably the C the Dreamcast too. But um. <laughs> yeah. In the three D version, it's called Twin Cast, and it basically only cast Comet, which is 
like almost always like an instant. Like, yeah, it, it does a lot of damage. It's a very good spell. But uh, I will say that Palam and Porum are both very physically weak. Mm. And so they are um, they're pips very prone to being killed while they are using twin cast. They're also pretty slow. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty so, slow too. So like their ATB takes a while to... Um, to charge up and then when you're using twin cast it, it's an even slower charge than if they were just waiting and right. so it's like i i did that kind of as the first thing and i got the uh pyroblast uh magic which is really kick-ass and just absolutely yeah. like decimated whatever party i was uh fighting it might have been like a zoo or something M most of the things on the uh, mountain ordeals itself are weak to fire i was finding as well yeah just just those stupid spirit things are they yeah. can absorb oh, it, but they they're get, not really too big of an absorbed, issue yeah. to take down one by one. So, like, if you're with a bunch of, yeah. like, ghouls or whatever, just cast fire on the whole thing and then just take them out right. later. The other two skills are independent skills to each of them, and I love them. They're real good. <laughs> uh, Porum has Cry, and Palum has Bluff, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. That, like... One of the moves you can just use is Palom can just start crying, and then like the enemy will just like lose its will to fight for a second. It'll just be like, so in, "Oh, I don't know what to no, do." In, <laughs> in my version of it, it uh, casts confuse on the uh, on the enemy. Oh, really? So like, yeah, you can just confuse an entire party because it, it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't use bluff. Did you use? That? I did use did buff. It's very does? similar to like cheer or uh, what or whatever the one focus or whatever. Oh, bluff in, uh, is buff. Yeah, bluff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bluff is buff. Bluff is like you know him like pumping himself up and and you know being like oh I'm so strong I'm 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 the best and stuff and oh, then it wow. increases his okay. like special attack or whatever. That's awesome. His Actually, magic I, attack. I definitely could have used that. Yeah, it's it's really good. I don't know if it I I didn't test if it like stacks or anything, but if it does, then that thing is fucking powerful. <laughs> but yeah, so that I think it's very cute that they get those two. Uh, those two skills that really like speak to their personalities. That's great. Yeah. It's a good choice. On our way to Mysidia, we will mostly encounter, I think, just birds and like those beaks or whatever, which Yeah. Which for some reason kind of felt like weird parallel where like there's the one big bird and the two small birds. I'm like, oh, it's like us. The birds and, and the beaks. <laughs> birds and beaks. <laughs> the birds and the beaks. But there um is a chocobo forest en route. Oh boy, is there a fucking chocobo forest that I'm not happy about. Oh really? Oh really? Because a friend of ours is there. Oh, you don't like this friend? I loved this friend until this time. Oh, okay. This is some 3D version bullshit. <laughs> this is some 3D version bullshit. Okay, so yeah, when we walk He's in... He's like, I've changed my name again. It's now save file deleting way. <laughs> and you have talked to me. Sorry. <laughs> Start again. Simping way. Yeah. Um. Wait, what, so what is he... He's recording He's recording way, way currently, because last we talked to him, he was recently became a journalist podcasting so way follow his medium yeah. page um but yeah he's like oh greetings and salutations cecil what in the world brings you this far out of the way oh, i don't know but uh yeah he says well as you know i've been traveling around uh recording events but after a while i came to realize i enjoyed camping more than filming it seemed wildly yeah. inappropriate to continue journeying as recording way as i've discovered the joy of sleeping beneath the stars he got really into uh the yuru camp anime like <laughs> i and so many others that's because you've been telling him to watch it he finally watched it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah now uh recording way has become camping way the outdoorsman well let me tell you i fucking hate camping way yeah i fucking hate camping way because after that he says oh i don't have a tent though could I could I get a tent from you? I'll pay you top dollar if you give me a tent. And I was like, "All right, my boy. I like I like naming way. I like camping way. Let me uh let me I'll give a tent to him." And he takes all of your tents. 
and he gives you like a hundred gil for all of them. And it's like, there you go, buddy. It's a fair trade. See you later. And I was like, I need those for Mount Ordeal. I don't have any money. Like, that's why I didn't have any money. I had no money. <laughs> oh, no, he gave you some money. He gave me a hundred dollars. You can't even buy another tent for that much money. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Gil is more like yen, so he gave you one dollar. And, and here's what's fucking crazy about this, too. So he takes your tents, gives you a hundred bucks. And so, you know, me, I'm like, well, I don't have any now. I need some. I know that there's a boss on Mount Ordeals. I need some fucking tents. Spoilers, and like the enemies in the 3D version. Yeah, yeah, the enemies in the 3D version are not easy. So while you're like walking here, you're getting like a lot of HP damage. So I was like, well, all right, I'll, I'll just I'll just suck it up and I'll run all the way back to Mesidia and I'll just buy some more tents. Guess what Mesidia does not sell? Oh, damn. Tents. Just uh, take Serpent's Way back to Baron and buy yeah. some there. <laughs> yeah, but you know what they do sell for thousands of gil? Cottages. Cottages. And I was like, I was like. Naming way, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> now I have no tents and it, and I don't have enough money for a single cottage. So I'm like, I just have to run around outside and make enough money to buy two cottages and then try to like save them for this whole big climb. And I was like, I'm going to kill Camping Way when I see him next. What a fucking jerk. Camping way you should have went landlord. to li Living Way is about <laughs> to become Dying Way. <laughs> yeah, you should have went to um, Camping Way's uh, much cooler and better sister, Save Scumming Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just not done. Yeah, you should have yeah. just been like, fuck that. I'm reverting. <laughs> well, I so I think what the. What a bastard. It could be by just like poor design, but because. Uh, Mount Ordeals is like right next to the Chocoba Forest, so I would say don't go in there or, or talk to uh, Camping Way or Recording Way until you've left Ordeals, because you yeah. don't need a Chocobo well, until you're running back to Mystic. I'll tell you what I did. I did buy uh, a cottage, right? And uh, actually, I take this back. I didn't do this, but I should have done this. This is my this is my advice for everybody else. Um, if you have one tent or one cottage for Mount Ordeals, the Chocobo Forest have white Chocobos, Hell yeah. which cures all your MP. So just use Porum to cure your party all the way to max and then just talk to the white Chocobo. And that's basically a tent. Yeah. Cool. I didn't do that, though, because I'm a moron and I was like, I got to use my cottage before I go up to Mount Ordeals. <laughs> so don't be me. Don't be stupid. Yeah. But uh, yeah, don't be stupid. There you go. Hard stance of the pod. <laughs> but yeah, since uh, recording way is no more, uh, he's um, offloaded his uh, responsibilities to a fat Chocobo, like I mentioned earlier yeah. like now there's a fat chocobo who you can summon in the nest at, at any chocobo forest to watch the theater or manager white on the ds version yeah yeah i think you need to use a uh, an item for that right like some greens or some, a carrot some geshul greens or yeah the carrot yeah oh we'll have i'll be talking about the carrot here in a second absolutely the carrot's getting ready to come into uh to its moment to shine in the game nice um let me ask you guys a question though since we are getting ready to climb Mount Ordeals and we do have one cottage, should we throw that up and take a break real quick before we actually start climbing? Yeah, I guess. No. <laughs> Carl's got nope, a stand guard. Wait, we just can, we just <laughs> Two against on. one, but it has to be unanimous, so we're continuing on. No, we can take a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys in the morning. So, we're 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 on the city, yeah. Oh, we're <laughs> no, wait, no wait, we're on the ordills. We're on, we're on the ordills. On the ordills. Um, how did y'all feel about man ordills? I thought it was kind of tough. I'm gonna be honest. 
It's it's definitely tough. I I remember in true like this has happened to me a bunch of times in this game where I'm like, all right, dude, I'm fucking Cecil. I I, I mean, yeah. have no problem. Like I'm the motherfucker who gets shit done. Like I don't need these kids. I can just take on the ordeals myself. And and then like I got there and I was like, oh no, I can do nothing here. Like <laughs> like Cecil's like barely able to do anything, even with um you know a, a white mage and a black mage like. They're they don't really have a whole lot of uh, MP, so like they the spells don't. that you're casting, you're not really able to. I I did pick up a healing staff in town before heading over here, which really helped because then oh, with uh, with uh, Purim, I would just use that and heal my entire party. Also, like, yeah, it's, works it's on uh, zombies and skeletons too. Can you use it against the enemies? Because I don't know if I could yeah. in my version. I, I think I tried that, but I wasn't oh. able to use it. Yeah, I was able to use Cura and be able to do some pretty major damage on. Uh, nice on some of the undead. Hell yeah! Like so you yeah, were saying Kira, earlier, holy, holy, and fire seem to be your uh, your your good friends here. Mm. Yeah, like you were saying earlier, there's those uh, like screaming demon faces, like the they're wisp. so cool. Yeah, uh, but they do absorb fire, and the thing is, like a lot of things here are weak to fire, so like there is that aspect of like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna cast fire and kill half of everything on screen, and then have yeah. Cecil come in and try to mop it up. Yeah, there are some really tough undead enemies here, though. They're like, I there really they're, are like Reverend Revenant. Reverend Revenant Revenant. Hell Revenant. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I can never forget because there's that distiller song that, that says we are the Revenant. Whoa. And we rise up from the dead and we return to live it to say I'm in bread. That's a good song. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, before we even get very far on this uh, mountain, we have a very similar kind of mechanic where just in case we came here before. We <gasps> oh, that's right. That's there right. There is a, mm-hmm. a wall of fire, which we cannot do anything. There's about a wall of fire. There is a wall of ice on Mount Hobbs. And already had to learn fire. And this one has a like what? What's next? A, a wall of water. You already kind of did that. Yeah, I guess that's true. We did the waterfall. We just got to hit every element. Like, there's going to be a wall of every element. Oh, you know what I'm realizing? Um, I, I'm looking. I, I really want to see the uh, Amano art of uh, the spirit because I'm sure it fucking kicks ass if I can find it. But I'm looking at the page for it on the fandom. And these motherfuckers are in the Omega ruins. Oh, really? And they suck Oh, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, I, I would never have, like, put two and two together because they look very different but kind of similar. So I'll send that to you they, guys. They really kind of do look similar. I know what you're talking about. It's like about. a similar, like, style. But it's the it's the enemy that looks like a guitar pick. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember, yeah. The crazy bone. Crazy yeah. bone, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm not seeing the... Amano art though. So the Amano art for uh Param and Param is very like Calvin and Hobbes looking, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yo, hell yeah. Amano Palum. Yeah, this one Amano art is really good of uh of Palum holding like a little fiend toy. <laughs> it's really Oh, cute. that is very cute. It's really good. Yeah, that's really good. But yeah, um <laughs> Yeah, we so need to Palum- make okay, wait, real quick. Since it's very Calvin and Hobbes energy, we need to just make bumper stickers of Palum <laughs> just pissing on various things. <laughs> <laughs> pissing on Dragon Quest. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, so speaking of, we reached this wall of fire and uh, Palum is the one to come and just fucking let's loose. <laughs> yeah, how can we get past this? He just like pisses <laughs> like <laughs> Carl's just I'm in awe with how how well that worked. Thank God, <laughs> that little scamp, that li- that little goofball. But he uh, he uh, cast Blizzard, um, or pisses depending on which version. Or pisses, you're playing. pizzard. 
<laughs> and he like bows. He's like super proud of himself when he does it. He's like very full yeah. of himself. He's he's also got a lot of like like pomp and circumstance whenever he does anything. Like his his sprite like does a little spin and like jumps in the air. Like he he really wants to show off when he's about to do something. It's yeah. Really cool. Yeah, Palum. We see our first thwack, I think, or maybe second thwack. I forget. How oh yeah, going. yeah. She gives him a thwack. Yeah, we, the, we we'll do better about keeping track of the thwack count. <laughs> <laughs> this is how many times as our elder said he mustn't be so arrogant. I was like, well then, let's continue onward, and then we get like a meanwhile. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> the fortress of meanwhile. evil. Yeah, yeah. And we see a uh, we see a cutscene of uh, we only have many. I feel like we haven't seen many cutaways in many games recently. I guess X had the one with when they were scheming with Maester Micah and stuff like that. But yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah. But we have we see Golbez, Kane, um, and Rosa, who's kind of tied up on a. Kind of like a cross, but it's not a cross. Either way, her arms are tied and she's hanging. They're in an extremely mechanical room. <laughs> it's yeah. very, it's hella mechanical. Um, I think in the in the version that I have, she was in. It, it seemed like she was in a chair, but I might be wrong about that. Yeah, in the uh, in the two D version, it almost looks like she's sitting in a throne or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's like what tied it, up to a throne. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and then Golbez says, "Scarmiglione, <laughs> Scarmiglione." <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we see a cutaway, and there's this little dude who is kind of like he looks like a Jawa, but he's got big arms sticking out like this. Yeah, yeah, he's um, a he's a chunky Jawa. This is not a visual meme, so I don't say like this. It, his arms out like he's going to come <laughs> in for a hug, but he's actually got he's got his little tickle fingers out. <laughs> I think wasn't there that Lonely Island, out. the Lonely Island song, the creep or whatever, like yeah. the dance move that he's doing the creep. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> but he's like ever at your service, my lord. And Golbez is like, This Cecil, I fear we can ignore him no longer. Let us clip his wings before he flies beyond our reach. The young man is a dark knight. His blade will be all but useless against your legion of undead, at least for now. He ascends Mount Ordeals even as we speak. And uh, Scormiglione, who I guess has kind of a snaky voice, is like, He means to become a paladin? So, spoiler, I think we're going to get become a paladin. Yeah. Yeah. Scarmiglione needs a de-esser, I think, is the... Um the plug in the house. Or maybe he has a lift. <laughs> um, and Goebbels like, yeah, yeah we, yeah, we just need to stop him. I'm leaving that to you. Um, and Scrummy Leon is like, worry not, I shall be, it shall be as you wish. And then Goebbels like, then go, my lord. And then, uh, and then, yeah, he turns to Kane and is yeah. like, things have grown interesting, haven't they, Kane? Yeah, and Kane's like a little, uh, not feeling it. He's, you know, he's a little, uh, put back with it and he's like i should be the one to go fight cecil i know cecil like i like that is yeah. my fight that i should have yeah. Golbez like yeah that worked out great last time buddy got him yeah, Burned yeah Golbez, he gives him some shit and he's like yeah you're not you're not getting that chance and in my version he said like you're lucky you're even like allowed to guard rosa yeah yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. you've been he's like I'll, I'll demote you so fast your head'll spin i'll demote <laughs> you to captain so fast your head'll spin but uh but Golbez, i already am captain <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but yeah and then that's the end of that scene right so we yeah. know so, that uh, by the way scarmiglione i've just realized is a demon in uh dante's inferno so he yeah. is i don't think they've told us this yet but we find out here anyway so it's fine yeah we find out it. like very soon after this he's an arch fiend right? he's one of the four arch fiends yeah and um mm. all of the arch fiends are named after uh characters in dante's inferno that's pretty oh, that's sick cool. but when they were brought over for the original super nintendo release 
because of the character limitations, they had to change all the names. So if you're playing the Super Nintendo release, you'll know this character as Mylon. Mm -hmm. So it's kind oh. of interesting. And Garfunkel. Mylon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Garfunkel's one of the other arch fiends. Cecil's Blade of Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> oh, Dark Knight, my old friend. Yep. <laughs> I've, come to I've come to jump with you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but then we're allowed to continue on to Mount Ordeals. Like we said, the battles are kind of tough. Um, Nothing really too different other than like another tier of enemy in a couple of battles yeah. like enemies that we've already seen my my like way of chest dealing with potions in it yeah my way of dealing with this area a little bit more uh, nicely or whatever was just to be like to allow myself to use magic right and to go like you know what i only have so many ethers but like this is where i need them i'm just gonna go ham with the spells and just apply the ethers when i think i need them and that, that helped out a lot yeah, and I think the design of this area kind of like lends to that as well, because I do remember getting at least one ether from a chest. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I should probably use these, even though it's not the most helpful, because it only gives, what, like 50 MP? Uh, I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, so I, I wasn't even filling up like uh, Parum or uh, Palum's like MP when yeah. I used one. Yeah, I think the even like Twin Cast uses 50 MP in my version. So I think it depends on which spell you get, but yes. So there's For, times so when it's it can always just the same fail. in the 3D version. Oh uh, right, because it's Comet or whatever. It's Comet, right? whatever, which, which does like between a thousand and like fifteen hundred damage. So it always just kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> it rules. Um, but yeah, we see some skeleton soldiers, some more of those crazy bone guys, some zombies, <laughs> some crazy bones. Um, anything <laughs> interesting on the on the mountain, really? Yeah. So we start making our way up this fucking mountain, and we see uh, an old friend. Yeah, we do. We uh, we see a uh, familiar face. The drip um, is out of this world. And we oh, know the drip out of this we, world. We oh my, those robes. Yo, you see those robes, and you just you know you know who's on this mountain. But uh, it's like a candy vampire. <laughs> the candy vampire. <laughs> the kawaii vampire. The kawaii goth vampire. Hell yeah. Uh, He's but bubble it's, goth. It's Tella. Tella has returned. Yeah. Um, and by returned, I mean he didn't like come back to us. We just happened to catch yeah, him. Yeah, we just doing stumbled into him the same exact way we stumbled into him the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, just on our way through to do something. Yeah, but uh, but he sees us and he's like he's like happy to see us too. He's like, "Oh, Cecil, did you come here to get meteor too?" <laughs> and we're like, "Yo, what? What's that?" Um, but uh, the the kids after they hear Tella say me is Medio, I think is the name of it. Uh, what he's looking for when the Meteora kids hear by that, Lincoln Park. That's, that's right. Yeah. He's looking for the last copy of the Meteora by Lincoln Park. Um, but when the kids hear that, they're like a little taken aback, or at least Porum is. Uh, she's like, "Oh, Meteora!" Like she looks, sounds a little concerned. But uh, Palum is like, "Oh shit, you're Tella! I can't believe this! Oh, you know, this is incredible." Uh, so he's like, kind of like, like Tella seems to be a um, kind of a famous sage or whatever. Like that the kids know him and that like he's like the Eddie Van Halen to uh, mages. Yeah, right. <laughs> he wrote eruption is really big. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Change the yeah, way he wrote the eruption cast. spell. Yeah, he wrote the eruption spell. <laughs> he may have forgotten the way spells it. Are cast. But yeah, but uh, Porum says like, Pollum, behave yourself. You stand before the great stage. So like he definitely has this air about him that like mages really respect this dude as they should because Tella fucking rocks. Yeah, and uh, and she says we came here from Mesidia under the orders of our elder, and yeah, Palum's like, yeah, we're spying. And, yeah, uh, and she hits him on the head. 
Yeah, she she three stooges him real good. <laughs> and you're like, oh wait, spying, yeah. <laughs> um and then uh Porum continues, excuse me, as I was saying, we're serving as guides for Sir Cecil. My name is Porum, and that's and then Palum takes over and says, Palum, the city's most exalted mage. I've heard a lot about you, even in my neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Palum, shut up. It's great. I love him. Um and like I like that like Tella says, what noisy brats. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting thing. I, I don't think he said that in my version, but I am same. following along the same script that you have. And yeah. he definitely said, like, I kind of love that, that he's just a grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a weird characteristic of uh, Tella that I don't think most of the localizations got. Like, because uh, in, in the version that we're looking at that Alex was playing, he's got a screenshot and it says, uh, Mycidian children, I see. Where have Edward and Rydia gone? Yeah, he asked about Edward and Rydia. Um, mm -hmm. And Cecil says, we were attacked by Leviathan on our way to Baron and dot, dot, dot. And Tella's like, oh my God, are they dead? And Cecil just says, I'm afraid so. And Rosa yeah. was captured by Golbez. And so like, I like that like our main character is just telling us right out. We're like, yeah, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. So if, like if you're playing this for the first time in the 90s, you know, and you haven't like played a ton of JRPGs where there are like tropes established yet. You're like, oh, my God, they're really fucking dead. Like, they just told like, me damn. that they're dead. That's incredible. Wild. But yeah, after he says Rosa, Palum says, I bet that's his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but Cecil asks, he's like, yeah, dork has a girlfriend. <laughs> Cecil asks, he's like, I thought you went to go fight Golbez. And he's like, well, against the likes of Golbez, my spells still lack power. So I've traveled here to seek the legendary spell Meteo. I sense a strong aura on this mountain. I believe it holds a secret. And uh, like I said earlier, the kids kind of like reacted to Meteo and Porum says that spell is much too dangerous. It requires tremendous vitality. And for a man of your age and then like dot dot dot. Oh, forgive me. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. So she like accidentally calls him old. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I, I don't know whether to like read Tella's like voice in uh, Grandpa Simpson's voice or <laughs> Professor Farnsworth, but I think Farnsworth is probably the. <laughs> oh my yes, I'll admit it, I am old, but I make, uh, but I will make Golbez pay, even if it costs me my life. I'll be in the angry dome. I'll be in the angry dome. Well, I already am in my pajamas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone should really do something about this Golbez, but I am already in my pajamas. <laughs> but yeah, so tell us, like, how how's Edward holding up? To shreds, you say. And what about Rydia? To shreds, you say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's looking for Meteo. He's going to try to learn the spell that, like, may kill him when he uses it, right? Which um, is funny because uh, immediately after this, I had him cast it in battle. <laughs> oh, because you're cheating. That's right. Um, oh, wait. I guess that's true. I didn't even... I, I, didn't even, <laughs> I guess I, I was wondering, like, why do I already know it? <laughs> I was going to say, like, because, like... Naturally, Tella cannot learn Meteo until a scene coming up, and even then, he never will get enough MP to cast it. Oh, funny. So, like, his MP actually casts. Oh, wait, maybe he did. Maybe that, maybe that did happen. I just didn't notice because I was just yeah. kind of button spam spamming. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the world, yeah, in the scene coming up, the world is now devoid of all people, and Tella says, Thank God I can finally get to all the reading that I've always wanted to do. There's <laughs> nothing stopping me now. And then he breaks his glasses, and he's like, Oh, I just learned Meteor. There was time now. <laughs> but, um, Cecil tells him that we've come here to become a paladin, and, uh, Palum asks, Who's Golbez? 
And Purim's like, haven't you been paying attention this entire time? It's like all that we've and been Pelham's talking like, about. Pelham's like, Golbez, nuts. Oh, got him. <laughs> Dude, destroyed. Um, and then Tell explains, he's not just an ordinary man, but a powerful sorcerer brimming with evil. So you've come here to become a paladin. Then this mountain must hold some secret, just as I suspected. I will accompany you. And then uh, you get to move on. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, there's there's a little detail that kind of, um, I'm not sure if it's like entirely, it, it hasn't really been spelled out. Like we can kind of guess, but they're like, yeah, Golbez is the one controlling Baron. And right. from what we know of Baron, like the king and what's his fuck, the other guy. Uh, Bygen. Bygen. Yeah, Bygen. Um, Forgot about Bygen. They, they like recently kind of changed and they're acting differently and stuff. So it's like, right, right. so we kind of now can connect if we didn't connect the dots already that Golbez is the one who's like calling the shots. Yeah. And that is not just like a knight. He's also a sorcerer. Yeah, he's not. He, he's not the one who like the king just found after demoting Cecil. And he's sure. like, yeah. Um, But then we're allowed to move on, do the rest of Mount Ordeals. There's a couple screens in here. Like there's. There's little ways to go through as yeah as we make our way up towards it every now and then there'll be like a weird sound that's like Psh. yeah yeah every now and again <laughs> like a sound will happen and you'll see it on screen right and it'll there's say like, like yeah there's like a there's like a, a tile that you'll step on and it'll do that and it'll it it, it won't have anyone saying it but uh Porum will say like palum stop that yeah she thinks that he's making that noise yeah and he's like what i didn't do anything and it happens like several times yeah, it's very cute. Um, and that happens once we get onto the uh, the summit, right? Like once we're on the top level of the mountain. Yeah, and there's a uh, there's a saves point near here. Hey, and, take that uh, save point if you haven't played this yet. Yeah, take no, that. you probably don't need to. It's fine. Just take continue that, that forward. Point. Don't yeah, save. It's on the, the right side of the screen on the top. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know what else I like right now, by the way, is that uh, I like that we have three mages and one attacking guy. It's a very weird setup yeah. for a party. It's very odd. <laughs> it's an unconventional one for sure, especially when like up until this point, my go to move has just been like, oh, just use darkness with Cecil. But darkness doesn't do shit on this fucking mountain. So yeah, like he can yeah. still attack with his with like his blade that he has, which like the one that we got last episode, I believe, um, has a chance of just dealing death. Or like so, like when I was fighting Zeus on my way to Mesidia, I would just like hit it once, and it would be like KO'd, and I was like, "Oh, that's sick! Like that's cool." Yeah. There was one time where I didn't get that for a couple turns, and I did like three hundred damage to the zoo like multiple times, and it didn't even kill it, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like <laughs> oh, these things are actually yeah. Tough. Did you notice that it sometimes like just inflicts KO? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, is that what you're saying? I'm sorry, I'm saying. I, <laughs> yes. I thought you. I thought you were saying like sometimes it's strong enough to kill them, but sometimes no, 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 it's not. no. Like okay. it's. It, it was sorry. doing like yeah it was like a, a instant kill yeah i see my mistake my fi i love that matt damon movie we killed the zoo we killed the <laughs> zoo we killed the zoo uh, oh also did you notice that tella has more spells now yeah he's been uh, reading i didn't notice that but i did notice that this motherfucker lost the goddamn fucking ice rod that i gave him because <laughs> i didn't get that I, shit back i loaned that to you you don't have it yeah, it's like, like I, dude, what the fuck? I gotta go to Mesidia and buy another one. The fucking yeah. merchant there hates me, dude. I just bought <laughs> he, one of everything. He's gonna sure. turn me into a frog. <laughs> um, he's gonna lace it with fucking poison. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then we uh, on the very very summit, like right before we get to like the peak itself, like on the screen that we're on, there's like a a rope bridge, right? 
and right as we approach the rope bridge, another one of those sounds it falls, happen. and we're at the bottom, and we have uh, to Nibel navigate. Hang, right? and we walk. It's just like <laughs> it's like okay. Mount Nebel all over again. Um, yeah, tell us in a cowboy outfit for some reason. <laughs> yeah, with like the little short shorts or whatever. Like, he's got the little like <laughs> skirt yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's on his adventuring yeah. outfit. He's like a little Nigel Thornberry or something. <laughs> or Crocodile Dundee. But yeah, as soon as we get up to it, uh, we hear that sound again. And uh, this time, instead of uh, Porum being like, shut up, Tella says, I sense an evil presence nearby. And you hear a disembodied voice say, I will enjoy killing you all. And uh, Cecil says, who is there? Show yourself. Show and, uh, up. Show up. And uh, Scarmiglione yeah. appears. Scarmiglione no, he appears. Good, He's making the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> the picture that you're showing me right now, Alex, it, like I thought those were little hearts above his head. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like dark energy swirling around them. Scarmiglione <laughs> fan cam with little hearts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he like shows up in like evil energy or whatever, but it looks like a bunch of like little hearts around his head. It's very cute. But yeah, he, he I, I fucking love this sprite. Oh, it's really good. He shows up with his tickling hands, like you were saying. He's ready to tickle Cecil <laughs> to death. But he says, um, he's here under Master Golbez's orders, and he will deliver us to the gates of hell. But first yeah, I like the difference that it has in Alex's version, where yeah. he says, I am the oarsman who will ferry you beyond the veil. Which is cool. Like that's very poetic and and, and stuff, but like Everything that he's said so far in like the version that I'm playing is he's like, I'm going to drag these motherfuckers to hell. Like they're yeah, coming to yeah. hell with me. I mean, same here. The first thing you hear him say before you know it is him. It is such a pleasure. I will take in delivering you to the gates of hell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I like that. Uh, this dude loves hell. His name for himself in the uh, 3D version is the blighted despot Scarmiglione. And I was like, that's some Dark Souls shit right there. Yeah. Like yeah, there would seriously. just be a boss called the blighted despot. Arch friend yeah. of Earth. Or the arch friend of the year. Corey is our arch friend because yeah. he's been on the podcast so much. Yeah, the, the four of us are the arch friends. <laughs> yeah, it's our spinoff podcast. Um, but yeah, yeah. And then like Alex is shown here, my undead children hunger to feast on your flesh. Mwah. Love that. Real good. Um, and we get in a fight with him. Yeah, he gets a little chunkier in the battle sprite. He's like a little... <laughs> more filled out well you know you know what they say the battle camera puts on about 10 pounds (laughs) right uh but he shows up with he shows up indeed uh with a four are they revenants i forgot what they are they're four zombos yeah i feel like they're probably the revenants i didn't really pay too much attention to them throughout this fight i was just like they're not gonna beat the shit out of this guy like they didn't really do much to me in the uh in the fight i just like went all like it went ham on him i was like twin cast <laughs> like you guys do your thing me and tello just keep fucking hitting this this cloaked nerd yeah this, de- <laughs> this despot of dorks or whatever the fuck he calls the, 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 the despot of dorks yeah alex um, did you do th- th- did you do 420 damage to that rightmost enemy no it's 470 god damn i'm sorry no, but yeah, I just started blasting uh, Kira. And <laughs> he just started blasting Kira and fire on everything, and yeah, pretty, pretty good. Cure does Kira work f- against him? It yes. does. Yes. This right okay. here is a, is a Kira attack. I didn't and try that worked. until later, and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not that tough in like right here, right? Like he's got yeah. four goons. You wipe four them goons. out, and he's like maybe three times as strong as those goons. Yeah. Carl, I promised you something like in the first or second episode of this podcast, and I want to make good on it now. Yeah, and that yeah, is but... that is throwing the trash can 
<laughs> like we were yeah. talking about using the trash can as an item. Um, so there's a fun little glitch in the Super Nintendo version um, with Palom and Porum's twin cast. And that is that if one of the characters dies while they're casting, if the user dies, if the person who uses it dies, the other character hasn't put in a um, uh, a move yet. So it will just use the last move that um, that they use. So if you attacked with like, so if you start using twin with Palum and then Palum dies and last turn Porum like attacked, he'll just attack again. Right. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that can't really be used. So like if you switch the placement of items around, that just counts. That just counts as a move for some reason. Whoops. But like clearly that's not a actionable move in a like in the game like that's not an action that one of the characters would take right so you can use the trash can or switch the trash cans um spot with other things and the cursor will still be on the trash can so once you cast twin and the caster dies and your other mage had their cursor on the trash can the game will try to use the trash can instead holy shit what does it do does it do anything yeah, so because there's no, um, uh, because there's nothing there, the game will pick something out of RNG, right? It'll just be like, okay, what's what's there? What is what is to be used, right? And I'm gonna use this again on the on the next boss that we get into. I don't want to spoil anything, but in this case, actually, so the first one, the the trash can will be on the boss right after this. This one will be the carrot. I was saying the carrot would come up too, so I had to get oh, them right. Yeah. I thought this one was trash, but the next one's trash can. This one's the carrot. If you switch the carrot around, and then that happens, where it goes to in the RNG is just eight casts of fire in a row, and so it just Whoa. uses fire eight times on Mylon or Scarmiglione, and that's enough to just kill him outright. Like it just takes him down. So you just do that. You fucking accidentally cast eight fires and you just win the fight. No problem. That kicks so much ass. Indeed. That's so cool. And does it like consume the carrot? Uh, I don't think so. Wow. I don't. Maybe it does. I'm not sure. Actually, I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it consumes. Not that that tra- matters. I mean, the carrot's not like hard yeah. to get. But the trash cans spot in the RNG, it will cast holy eight times. So it'll do like a late game spell eight times in a row for free. Holy shit. Holy shit indeed. That's insane. Which will be handy for whatever happens after this fight. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always helpful in late game. So Yeah, yeah, late game where we are right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so we're done with Scarmiglione. We beat we beat his ass. We beat beat him's whole ass. Um, yeah, we beat him with relative ease. <laughs> he says, erg, my flesh. Oh, my flesh. That's what I say. Oh, I st- my bones. Yeah, when I stub my toe, I'm like, my flesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, go save again. Just go save again. Yeah, which this. I went back to the save point and I used a tent just because I was like, well, I used a lot of MP. I might as well just use the tent, whatever. I'll save. And I'm fucking glad I did. Yep. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Because um, you continue forward, and like the, as soon the as thing we that cross we're, like, walking towards, yeah. yeah, we're walking up to this like it, I think it almost looks like tombstones. They're like kind of yeah, kind of like crystals, but like tombstones pylons. shaped like crystals. Yeah, pylons, what have you. Um, so we're making our way to there, and then we step on a certain tile, and then Scarmiglio just talks to us again. Yeah, he says, uh, "My my true strength lies in death." 
which I, I love like, this. Oh, I love shit. this. I love that like his whole thing the entire time has been about like dragging you to hell and the afterlife and shit like that. And his thing is that he becomes more powerful once he's dead, like Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and he's kind of dressed like Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's true. Well. That's true. Um, you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could ever imagine. And he does. And he becomes Obi-Wan Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the original version is Mylon Z, but now he, he's, he's still just called uh, Scarmiglione in the uh, later versions. Um, yeah, yeah gets, and uh, after we defeat Mylon Z, he does this again and he becomes Mylon GT. Ah, nice. But then later they retcon Mylon GT. <laughs> yeah. And uh, instead it's Mylon. Wait, what's the Ka- newest Dragon Kai? Ball? Ka- oh, Dragon Ball Super takes place Super. between the event. Uh, Super takes place between the events of Z and uh, GT, I think. I thought they decanonized GT. I don't know for sure if they did. I don't know either. A, a friend of the pod, uh, and Shreds, <laughs> will definitely tell you that no, GT is for sure canon. So add us on Twitter. Let us know if GT is canon. <laughs> um, Mylon shooting star. Mylon shooting star. Wait, I have a guitar. I can play that. <laughs> Let's start a pillows cover band. Wait, no. Nope. Please keep all of this in. <laughs> Wait, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one sounded right. I used to know it. There we go. There we go. Yeah, anyway. hell yeah. We get, we did it. <laughs> now do classical gas. Much like the dark blade, uh, it it you 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 kill it in one in one every like ten times. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in this fight. You can throw the trash can at this man and fuck him right the fuck up. Yeah, but if Eight you don't holes do that, in a row. if your game doesn't allow for that, uh, it's a pretty tough fight. It can be. It can yeah. be. Especially if you didn't save and you just continued on because you're like, oh, we're in the clear. Yep. Yeah, uh, he gets a back attack on us. He gets a back attack. Oh. Mm-hmm. So and he the, looks like a fucking House of the Dead enemy on the 3D version. Yo, Dude, he, he really looks does. so badass. <laughs> he is. He's like a, he's a zombie with like four tusks like jutting out of him is gross out of, and like yeah. the tusks are coming out of his body not out of his like mouth or something and they're huge yeah i took it kind of uh, and it might have just been the sprite work as well um as like tree roots which makes sense since he's like the arch fiend uh, of earth yeah oh, or friend arch friend of earth god he's yeah, he's, he's fucking awesome yeah he's very scary uh really cool uh just character in general yeah and and the text those who see this face must die i'll smite your ruins on the mountainside and Damn. i was like oh dude like i would say like there's some I don't, I don't know i think it's just a me thing right like everybody has like things that they connect with or things that they like i don't know feel emotions from but like this dude is just badass to me. Like when I do this fight and like the way that he talks and the way that he looks and like the fact that we're on this like barren mountain, like all the trees around us are dead on top of this mountain. Like it's just, oh, it's, it's got a fucking cool. feeling to it. And like it's it's just grave. It's grave in a way that like I don't know when the last time we've ever seen anything like this is it really is kind of a zombie mountain. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awful. He's awful. He's just terrible. I love how fucking awful a counterpoint is. to that in uh, theater rhythm Final Fantasy, I he's extremely saw, cute. I just saw he's the picture you put in there. Extremely cute. Which I also wanted to say that um, 
My <laughs> my older brother lives near a Round One, which is a uh, like a Japanese arcade here in the states, or I guess it's probably all over the place. But um, my girlfriend and I always go, and, you know, play with the UFO catchers and try and get like cute plushes and shit like that. But the last time we went, which was a couple months ago, we discovered uh, Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy, and it's like four credits for a timed play where you just get to play three songs, and it's just become our obsession. Like we go. Yeah. Like, my, my my girlfriend, uh, shout outs to Frostwad, my, my girlfriend Sarah, um, she kind of like prides herself on never having played a Final Fantasy before, but that's <laughs> not entirely true because she has played a lot of Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's a fun that, game. It's super fun, especially with the... If you find it used for the 3DS, uh, check it out. It's a fun, I, fun game. I've been trying to find a cabinet of it just so I can, you know feel sad that I would never be able to afford it but I found one that like sold for like less than $2,000 and I was like holy shit man if, like that's so tempting if it was that price point like yeah because my god like that's a lot of money like that's like I had to buy a new air conditioner recently and that was like the cost of that but like yeah I would probably try and buy a fucking cabinet of that that, that game's super that fun especially on the cab anyway Scarmiglion I was very confused when I played the Final Fantasy 8 level and uh, I was like wait Carl's sub song is in this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard like the first like two measures da, of da, that. Da, 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 da. I saw a um I saw a tweet recently that was like what your favorite Final Fantasy like says about you or something, and the one for Final Fantasy VIII was like "Man with the Machine Gun" is still your ringtone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, well, essentially it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so this this fight, especially on the um the 3D version, if you're playing like the normal difficulty, is a bit of a motherfucker it's really tough because um his i think his normal attacks uh inflict blind so like just when he hits you normally and inflicts blind i think is I think it blind or silence uh i'm reading it once again i think he silenced a bunch of my so okay. which like in this fight like that's worse than blind because like most of your team is going to be using magic his normal attack inflicts blind but every couple moves he uses gas which inv inflicts sleep, curse, and silence. Damn. Yeah. This is really like the Guardian Sanctuary, or what was the Guardian Keeper or whatever kind of vibe. Yeah, From yeah, the, where he kept doing all that. 10, yeah. 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 Fucking just laying on all the effects. Yeah, he, he's pretty tough. He's pretty tough in here. Um, I can't remember exactly how I took care of him. I think I just like went real ham with like hardcore spells. Um, yeah, I just kept having, just doing Cura and Fire and... I think maybe one. So does Cura work? Or, does Cura do damage against him? Because I could have swore I tried yes. that and it healed him, and I was like, "Well, shit." Uh, the 3D version. Yeah, it, it. It. Yeah, at least on the 3D version, I can find out though, because I have the 2D version notes pulled up here. Oh, what? Oh, where am I going? There we go. I threw a phoenix down at him, and it did not do too much either. But uh, I was hoping that would do an instant death. Yeah, an instant death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like right, it's it, it only did a few hundred. Weird, it only did I, a few hundred damage. I wonder what I'm thinking of then. Mm. But yeah, no, he's 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 a motherfucker. <laughs> um, also, motherfucker. Cecil's dark sword does barely any damage against them too. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like Cecil's pretty much just like useless this fight, other than like maybe if you have Yo. items. Like I think I tried using like the bomb arm or whatever. Yeah, I, I will say like the I, I do remember this the way that uh, when I finally because I think I had to try him twice at least uh, and when I beat him I just did not use Cecil until he was necessary so like I would wait until somebody was like silenced and then I would use Cecil as like a like free echo herbs turn 
Yeah, so it's kind of like an inversion of like, um, you know, the mages as the support characters and then Cecil yeah. just becomes the support character. Yeah, exactly, nice. exactly. Um, but once he goes down, we're allowed to continue on and we can get to the, uh, those little like, that like tombstone that you were talking about. It does look like a tombstone to me. Um, what would it that looks like be? a little cemetery, like a tiny little cemetery. Yeah, like in, the, uh, in the three version, though, uh, after we beat Skarmiglione, he will just fall off the cliff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In, yeah. In, in my version, too, it's like he's on the bridge with his little overworld sprite, I think, which is just the little, uh, the one that we see for all fiends, pretty much, like the one that Edward fought in uh, whatever town that was, Damson. Yeah. And he just is like, Ugh, like, I forget what he says, but then he, like, hangs off the bridge and falls. And I was like, hell yeah. I like that uh, in a couple of the versions, the last thing he says is, see you in hell. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> See you in hell. From heaven. I'll be in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> From heaven, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of in Futurama when he's like, I'll see you in girl hell. I'll be in boy hell. Much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but once we go up to that little tombstone, it like, it transports us, I guess. Like the, the, um, the script that I'm reading right now actually says, it transports us inside the tomb, which I think kind of makes sense. It does kind of look like a tomb. Yeah. Uh, but before in the three version, we uh, we hear a voice before we are teleported. Right, right, right. That says, my son, at last you have arrived. Long have I awaited this. The day that you would come. A tragedy unfolds now, which pains me more than you can know. And then, like, Cecil's like, son, like, he doesn't know, like, what the deal with that is. And I guess it's, like, implied that it's not just, like, my boy, you know? Because, <laughs> like, I call people son. I'd be like, what's up, son? Yeah, what's up, son? Yeah. So I, 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 guess I definitely took it as, like, a jacked sort of, like, you can't do it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it seems like it's speaking to Cecil in a very fatherly way. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of figured it as a godly way, like my son. It makes way more sense child. to be godly, but I was well, also like, that's what I was thinking. But Cecil's the way that dad? Cecil responds to it all the time is that like, wait, what do you mean by your son? And so I'm like, I wonder if it is more of like a parental form. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he said that's that to like everyone, that. you know, like at this point, like we don't really know. Yeah, because I, I don't so think that I, Cecil would make a big deal out of it if it was like a deity. We do know he was adopted, so. Yeah, cause, and then it was kind of like, part of me was like, is this somehow connected to like the king back when he was good because like the adopted oh, right, father right, sort of right. thing or biological father, perhaps. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, we do get transported into the uh, into the tomb and it's it's much like the crystal rooms in the castles, you know, very nice crystal. Room. Hella mirrors. And it has hella mirrors. As a matter of fact, one of the walls is just a giant mirror. Yeah. Um, that you can like see all your party members and everything in. And um, and the voice that was speaking to Cecil says, Through much sorrow I have longed for your coming. I shall now entrust you with my power. By doing so, my pain will only grow, but there is no other way. Um, which I like. I like that like whoever this is that's talking to us, like whatever this energy is, is like, yeah, I'm glad you're here, but it makes me sad and I'm going to make you more powerful, but it's going to be but awful. That's going to hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> but that's going to hurt me. So like I like that, like it does kind of make you think like, what the fuck is this thing talking about? Like, what is it aligned with? Why is it painful? Could, for could, it? Uh, yeah. In that sense, it kind of does feel godly in the Catholic guilt sense where it's like <laughs> yeah like anything good that happens to you guess what you're gonna have to feel guilty about it <laughs> it says cecil touched the holy sword 
and turned into a paladin. And then yeah, we like there's like a, a sword that kind of like descends from the top of the screen down and it's like a, yeah. a white blade and it's very like ornate looking. Yeah, yeah. And Cecil takes hold of it and his form changes. He no longer looks like the Dark Knight anymore. Yeah, he's a he's he's a pretty boy. He's a pretty he's boy. Beautiful. Now. He's 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 looking good. Yeah. I think uh, it's more like the Amano art, right? It's kind of more like in the in vain with yeah the Amano designs, where you got like a guy with luscious hair and like a headband and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like very like white hair in in the version that I'm playing, like the sprites that I have. He's a he's a very fair high fantasy boy now. Yeah, he looks kind of like yeah. Griffith from uh from Berserk. So mm. so the ultimate hero. Yeah, so everyone's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then the, the voice says, break from your past and overcome your darkness. Only then will you receive holy power. And then, like, the mirror that we were looking into earlier that, like, shows Cecil's reflection. The Dark Knight has not changed. It's still a Dark mm -hmm. Knight on the other side of that mirror, right? And yeah. it actually, like, walks out of the mirror and challenges Cecil to battle. I think it's amazing. And Tello says... Now there are two of them. I'm yeah. seeing double. Four, <laughs> four crusties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and like even the kids are like, what's going on? There's two of them. And uh, Cecil says, stay back. This is my battle to atone for my wrongs. And we get Hell into yeah. a fight with it. And this He's is like, like, let me kill this guy and then we'll move on. <laughs> and this is like the most cinematic thing I've ever seen, like up to this point. Right. Like, I think I've told yeah. the story before that this is like my first Final Fantasy that I played, but also like my first video game to get me into video games, because like this is so wildly powerful, like even today. And I think uh, last week when we had Corey on the podcast, he was saying that like there's a lot of theming in this game and the idea of mirrors and reflecting on yourself is like a big theme of the game. And I think that like. Nah, he was just reading into it too much. <laughs> that really reaches a pitch right here, I think. Um, yeah, I don't for think sure. it's necessarily the climax because there's more to come. But like, this is where it's this is definitely out, like, clearly. This is definitely like a, a solid Final Fantasy moment where you're like, I was playing this part and I was just like, yo, this game fucking rules. This game like, fucking rules. Especially yeah. because like if you're playing on like one of the older sprite versions and you kind of just try and put yourself in the place of like when this game came out, like I don't think any game would do this kind of thing the way yeah. that this game does it. And it's so fucking cool. Like well, I might be wrong about that, but like yeah, yeah. it's such a powerful moment because it's incredible. Um, luckily after Scarmiglione, the second one, I also went back and saved again. I was going to like, say oh, whatever, because there's you can lose this. this fight. You can lose this battle if you don't know the gimmick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a friend of the uh, friend of the show, Mr. Zwanzig, I was talking to him yesterday, and he did not save before my <laughs> Scar Miglione, after Scar Miglione, or at any time on Mount Ordeals, and lost to this fight. Oh my god! And he was like, "I didn't think you could lose it." Yeah, because it it very much holds itself the same way that Edward versus the uh, the water hag or the uh, or, Sahagen. Uh, yeah, or Cecil um, versus Kane. Yeah, or it like, has a oh, thing yeah, where it's, it's just, just like, oh, scene. this is a scripted event where my inputs don't matter. And you're like, hey, I just got this new fucking sword. I need to defeat the evil within me. I need to kill the, the Dark Knight that's in front of me. And yeah, like, I thought it was going to be very much like the very last input on... Um Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, one hit, done. Yeah, he uses Omni Slash, yeah. Um, so, Dark Knight but, Cecil can do a lot of damage. 
and he he kind of only uses darkness which i was like this works yeah. to my ability i have cure so i can cure myself and i can just dish out damage and i like also use like hermes sandals and shit so yeah, I was like, yeah i can get four hits on on this fucking scrub like like i'm ready to go like my sword does a shit ton of damage to him and yeah. i just started like going in on him and then like halfway through the battle when i, I was like damn this is actually taking a little longer than i than i thought yeah it would. yeah Every time I would attack him, every other turn, he would say, a true paladin, dot, dot, dot. And then he would say, would sheath his sword. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like, And I was like, oh, he's trying to, like, psych me out. He's like, oh, you know, like, put your sword away so I can keep attacking you and shit. And I, like, just kept attacking him. And then, like, I didn't have much HP left. And I was like, oh, wait, thematically, it would be so much cooler if, like, you weren't supposed to attack him. Yeah, and then I was and like, oh shit. And I got a, I got the first game over I've gotten in this game from this. And I was just ah. like, is that what I'm supposed to do? In the 3D version, when you attack him, uh, I'm looking at Alex's screen right now. He says a true paladin's heart knows no malice. Yeah. So this is the one time you have to not wake up and choose violence. I, yeah. it, it is kind of fucked he up. Says, Sheathe your blade and overcome the hate. Hell yeah. It's it's kind of fucked up that um you know Sakaguchi just straight up stole this mechanic from Undertale but you know <laughs> it, it it works really well so but yeah it's it's genius that like the way to win this battle is to not attack right yeah especially like, because like I went through and read everything that Cecil like Paladin Cecil says before this and he's like I must defeat the dark knight and stuff so I'm like okay I'm getting mixed signals here <laughs> And right, like, right. who's the true reliable narrator in this? Yeah. Like, clearly not the Dark Knight. So I think I lost this battle twice. I, the second time is when I was like, let me just see if I can kill yeah. the Dark Knight. And that's when I used like Hermes sandals and like just went all in on him. And then I was just like, oh, no, you're not supposed to win this. Right, right. Yeah, I just started using defend, which is um, I don't do very often because it's on the second menu over. Yeah. And just wait. Yeah, you just wait and eventually you will win the fight. And I, I love this moment because like this has been like the theme of the game thus far, right? Is that like yeah. Cecil cannot win against darkness by being a dark knight. And like the idea of just being able to kill all your problems away is pretty fucking dark. And so like yeah. I like the idea that like, no, actually choosing this path is like the way to win. Like that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The text in uh, the DS version before the fight is over says justice and retribution are but trifling things. There are victories of greater worth. Someday you will know them. Go forth now, Cecil. That's incredible. I love that. Because, like, I feel like um, in, in the real world, justice is no trifling thing, right? Like, it's very, very important, as a matter of fact. But, like, I like that this is so, like, grand. It's so grand and on such a large scale that it's just like, no, you know, human justice means nothing. There is, like, there are things more pure like inside and like that's a wild statement to make but like sometimes it's better to just vibe and be cool <laughs> <laughs> just yeah yeah the text just says just be cool cecil just be cool just yeah the text out. says some fight for law some fight for justice cecil what will you fight for and cecil's like i'm fighting for vibes <laughs> Uh, the Dark Knight says, some men hunt for sport and others hunt for food, but the only thing, the I'm, only hunting thing I'm hunting for is, is an, an outfit, outfit that looks, that looks good. good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then we defeat the Dark Knight. Cecil is now a paladin. Hell um, yeah. I will, I will instill, instill you now with hallowed light, light formed of my very soul. soul. May it be your strength, strength though it be the last of mine. My, my son, son, you must, you must Stop. Stop. Go, Go bed. bed. 
That's incredible. Like cinematic zoom out. Who is that voice? Mm. Who dat? Who dat? Uh, yeah, and then it gives us the message that Cecil became a paladin. The um, the party member asks if he's all right, uh, and Cecil says, "This feeling, I can't explain it. It seems so familiar. What was that voice?" And then, like as he's saying that, Tella is kind of like in contemplation, and he goes, "Oh, oh, that's right." I remembered all my spells. <laughs> and so like yeah. something about watching that allowed him to remember all of his spells. And he like remembers all the spells. So mm -hmm. like he has like every black magic skill in the game now. Including Meteor. Including Meteor. He learns it right here. Which draws the question, did he learn it right here? I mean, it does say he learned Meteor in, in the uh, 3D I version. Know. But yeah. I'm wondering, did he already know it and now he just remembered it or is it like there are it was learned here i think there are three possibilities yeah. it is possible that he learned it here it's possible that he just remembered it and i was thinking maybe it's a thing that like you can't go find like yeah it's like the black materia which also well, makes like, sense i mean i like, think like like more like like it's something internal you know what i mean that only like you can only tap into with like a lifetime of like Nirvana. Like yeah, a Nirvana. I was just gonna say Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Foo Fighters, but like probably Nirvana. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. I'm more of a Screaming Trees kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I just started listening to Screaming Trees recently. They're really good. Anyway, um, see, so yeah, I, I, I was wondering that too. I wonder if he actually did just learn it, or if it was like, like, did he have to come here to learn it, or did he remember? Yeah, it or, yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It thing. is cool. It is cool. Um, It'd be funny if they all had to fight their their own reflections in different versions of themselves. Yeah, yeah, like do them all in order. E each of them can get a game over if you don't figure out the gimmick in time. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that, like I mean, they all didn't attack either. So I guess goal. We know we, they also did it. Not gold, but I'm sorry. Tella's fucking stoked on this though. He says, "Ha ha, Goldbez is doomed." Ha ha ha. Come, Cecil, to Baron. So he's like super stoked. He's like, "I'm gonna go wreck that motherfucker's all day." He's like, "Look, I know thematically it just said that you know." like violence will only beget violence and that they're yeah you know, yeah there's... tell and it and learn let's shit. go use this horrible fucking dark magic and let's kill this motherfucker yeah tell it didn't learn anything it's like revenge is like a futile task and the tell's like oh boy can't wait to go kill oh yeah, man yeah. finally i can get that revenge that i've been so craving that justice can, and I retribution continue, i can finally use this axe that i've been grinding <laughs> um and then uh uh, Palum almost spills the beans about spying again. He like he feels bad about it now, and he's like, "Yeah, look, to be the to be honest with you, uh, we uh, and then like Porum shuts him up again. It's like, shut up, you idiot. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you leave the tomb, and we head back to Mysidia, right? Yeah, it's, we still have to walk all the way. We back do have now. to walk all the way back, and importantly, Cecil is level one. Right. Again, yeah, he's like, that is something he's that, level seven, maybe. Yeah, I, I did not realize until into a battle, and I was like, damn, Cecil's getting a ton of level ups. This is awesome. He's learning white magic. This is great. And then I realized, like, oh shit, he is, like, all of, like, his hit points are still super high. His MPs, he actually has yeah. MP now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was at like, first I thought oh, it was shit. a thematic thing where, like, Oh, does the sword just like not work well unless I do some something specific? And I didn't. I thought like it was because it was like always oh, only doing like two digits of damage, like ten HP of damage. Yeah. Like, huh. And maybe I just have to do something different, like with the charge up the sword or something. And it's like, 
And everybody's like, oh, wait, I'm only like level five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to point something out that I, I misspoke on. I completely forgot about this. I said there weren't really very many interesting enemies on Mount Ordeals. And I fucking lied because I just saw one of Alex's screenshots. Did y'all see that snake lady? The Lamia. Yeah, the Lamia, the Lamia. Um, I, labia? I did not, actually. I don't think I ran into it. Oh my god. I don't know why. I wonder if it was like a post fight, like post Scarmiglione thing where like oh, maybe there's new enemies now. It could be like one of those rare enemies, guys. like the sandworm. I, I ran into quite a few of them and I I showed the sprite to my girlfriend. She was like, why is she so caked up? Like the sprite <laughs> in the version that I'm playing, like you can see her full ass. It's full oh, ass. Yeah. Like, Damn, there it is. Oh goodness. Double cheeked up. That's a whole well, ass. What is that anime with all the monster girls? The horny monster ladies? I forget. Oh, horn, horny monster ones. ladies, Gaijin? <laughs> yeah, she is caked up. They added ass to this. <laughs> they added ass. Yeah. Just add ass. They. I can't believe they nerfed her ass for uh, the 3D <laughs> version. Yeah, they, they, you can't see it. It's too many polygons. <laughs> too like too many Crofter. polygons, yeah. <laughs> they Terra Croft her butt. <laughs> But uh, no, that Tara was Croft, that was Croft. who the fuck is Terracroft? That was uh, shocking to me to see that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I found the curse augment. Oh, I didn't find the down. curse augment. Yeah, it's on the second screen. It looks like on the on our way down. I'm gonna have to go back and get that. I'm yeah. looking at the Amano art as well, and there's like no like there's no need for them to be like you know what we need to add to this full butt cheeks. <laughs> they got rid of the butt cheeks in Record Keeper at least. Yeah, hell yeah. I um I think I ended up because Tella learned all of his black magic. I think I used like warp immediately and just got all the way down the mountain. Oh, That's yeah. probably why I didn't find that augment. What do you know what the curse augment does? I don't know what the Me curse either. augment does. I haven't really used any of the augments. I used that first one that we got. Uh, potion or something. Uh, yeah, auto game. potion. But I gave it to Rydia, and like that's not really doing me a lot of good right now. Hmm. Augments, curse. For forty MP, inflicts curse on all enemies. Hmm. So there you go. What does curse do? Because I feel like Scarmiglione was cursing me, and I saw like a little skull next to my character, but I didn't. Um, the battle oh. didn't last long enough for that to become curse. Anything halves your base strength and defense. That sucks. That sucks for us, but I feel like it's not incredibly useful on enemies because like we're usually yeah, strong enough really. to fight them. Oh, so I think maybe this is because we find we only find it after defeating Scarmelia. Yeah. I think that's we, what that's implying is that that spot where I found it is where he died when he fell. Oh, could be. But uh, yeah, I'm guessing that's where Scarmo died. Poor Scarmo, R.I.P. <laughs> He's double R.I.P'd. We killed him. Yeah, we killed his ass good. Turn, and then he comes back. He's like, you fools. My true power was in double death. Yeah, just like Seymour. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we have to fight Scarmiglione Flux. And stay down there. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to have to go back anyway. and get that then. Uh, but yeah, we head back to Mysidia to visit the Elder. Take a Chocobo. Yeah, Take a hop chocobo. on a Chocobo. Refill your MP with a white Chocobo. I will say the, uh, the, the townspeople will actually uh, comment on your transformation. Um, yeah most of them positively there is like yeah. one black mage that um was just like i don't i i can't trust you like i, yeah, I don't I care that you're a paladin now i can't forgive you and it's like all right that's fair um there's the black mage in the shop who's like how many times did they tell you like oh wait what did you and then just gets really confused <laughs> like because <laughs> you've already been in there like trying to like 
buy shit and he was like getting pissed at I me. like the one out front who says like I really did not believe I would ever see you become a paladin but you actually did it right, there it is yeah a paladin I did not think it possible yeah yeah I think someone in my game was was like uh, I didn't think it was possible for like anyone to become a paladin and like another black mage is just like I can't believe you are the one who yeah. became a paladin yeah <laughs> I guess that is kind of like a slap in the face though right like if somebody really like who's just done you dirty all the time, it's like we find out that Ted Cruz has become a paladin. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think that would it, it require it's a personal growth. And, oh, yeah, that's you know, true. Atoning that's something, for one's sins. That's something we'll never see. That's true. Um, I do like the varying degrees of like acceptance. Like there's the ones who are like not believing it. There's someone's like, who's like, don't think I've forgiven you for what you've done. Yeah. And there's like a white mage who is like, you were pained by what happened too, weren't you? I will pray for you as well. Like, yeah. Right. Like, there, there's yeah. um, there's a white mage who's like standing kind of by like just like a little pond. Um, that if you talk to her when you were the uh, the Dark Knight or the the Black Knight or whatever it's called, um, she would she would be like ah like I I recognize you and then she would run away a couple of steps and then you would talk to her again and she would like say the same thing and then run into the woods and like just take off and I think mm. she. I can't remember what her what her. Oh right, on the, on the I remember that character because like yeah. I thought it was very funny because in the two D version when you talk to her, or at least in the uh, the Super Famicom version, you talk to her and she jumps into the woods, but she doesn't jump so far away that you can't talk to her again. She's still in the first tile <laughs> of the woods, so you talk to her again and then she jumps out of bounds. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, it was yeah, very exactly. Funny. Oh, that's not as fun as the three D version where she just disappears behind the weapon shop. Uh, <laughs> Oh well. Out Cursed of bounds, third dimension. <laughs> Do we want to go talk to the elder? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, it's about time. So we talk to the elder. He says, it's unbelievable. You've succeeded. And the kids say that uh, we did a good job. Uh, Palum says he passed with flying colors. And Cecil's and like, Cecil's like hey, wait, what happened? What? Yeah, yeah. And the elder says, forgive me. I assigned them actually to spy <laughs> on you. As it turns out, there was no need for it. And so, like, they like Palum's like, I didn't think he'd be able to do it either. Yeah. <laughs> no one had faith in you. Yeah. It's great. And, and and Cecil even says, like, yo, it's fine. Considering all the things that I did, like, you made the yeah, right like, decision. I, I can't blame you. I would have done the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently becoming a paladin does not necessarily entail a hundred percent getting that sword that we got. Because the elder sees the sword and he's like Yo, what the fuck? Where did you get that though? Because like he did not expect us to come back with that sword. What are those? What are those? <laughs> um, new whip. He says the inscription on this sword matches a passage from Mycidian legend, and of course Cecil says, "Oh, legend!" And then we get a cool screen where it shows us the legend. So we gotta do that. Yeah, it's it's one of those crawls again. And uh, in my version, it's got like a nice shot of the two moons that are like on a very nice like blue sky. Scroll back two pictures there, yeah. So, could you imagine it like to like a hair metal song? It's like birth from womb of dragon's wall and born unto the stars. Like, it's like by the light and darkness cast aloft, our tame tried oaths reward. Yeah, like it's like it's like perfectly like in the right amount of syllables to be like a hair metal song. Like, it's really good. But anyway, yeah, this is also like different in each version, I'm pretty sure as well, because uh, one of them, it says like uh, heavens over the still land, bathing the moon in eternal light. He brings a promise to Mother Earth with bounty and grace. I actually like that one better. Yeah, it's, I, a, it's a nice one. I feel like the, the more modern one is a little more poetic, maybe a little more flowery, but I don't know that it actually like 
adds to the How idea that it is. Yeah. 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 So the yeah, birth from womb of dragon's maw and born unto the stars by light and darkness cast off our dream tide oaths resworn. Moon is swayed in ever light, never again to know eclipse earth with hallowed bounty reconciled. Yeah, and uh, I may have actually left. Maybe that's no, it. that's, it. Yeah, they that's don't, it. They don't have a rhyming couplet for the last line. They well. did. They did mention something else in my version that I don't remember the specific wording of it, but the the bit about like being born of a dragon is in there as well. Mm. Dragon. Dragon. Oh, I'm dragonborn. Dragon oh, born. there we Skyrim all over again. Fusro da or whatever. That's that's your thum. Lig ma balls. Lig ma balls. Lig ma balls. Lig ma balls. No, no, no. Um, and then Cecil asks, he asks the elder, he says, hey, the light at ordeals called me its son. What was that light? And the uh, elder says, like, I don't know. And I don't know what the legend means. But we Mesidians for, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we Mesidians for generations are told to pray for the fulfillment of the legend and to believe. The elder's like, well, we, we had aeons and fucking generations. Yeah, to figure to, it out. But to we learn just... what this was. But uh, I didn't think it was going to come up in my lifetime. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. And I just prayed on it, just hoping that things were, would, it was the right thing to do. We don't know what it means. But yep, we'll... yep. And okay, just on faith alone. <laughs> and they're told to <laughs> believe in the one with sacred light. And he says, I believe you might just be that one. And then Tella gets like impatient and he's like, I've got Medio. Can we stop talking and go kill Golbez? Like, yeah, I'm I really on this just shit. like, yo, I'm trying to, uh, I, I need blood on my hands. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And, and like the elder recognizes him, right? Like the elder's like, oh shit, you're Tella. And, uh, and the kids are like, oh yeah, we met him on Mount Ordeals and he learned Medio. And the elder's like, Oh, dude, you cannot, you cannot use Medio. Please do not use Medio. And Tell was like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck this dude up. I'm going to avenge Anna." And uh, he explains that Goldbest took her life to the, uh, to the elder. And the elder gives him the same advice that he kind of gave Cecil, where he's like, "You should not fight with hatred, and you're in no condition to use Medio." And but Tell is just on his shit right now, so he's like, yeah, "Don't Tell care, is like, dude. If I die, so be it. I will kill Goldbest at any cost." If he dies, he dies. If he, if he dies, he dies. I love Tella so much. He is like Tella rules, dude. I I don't. Determined. He's he's being very thick headed here, and like the writing is on the wall, and he's just like fuck that shit. Yeah, right. But I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't agree with him in this moment. I'd be like, you should maybe listen to this. Like speaking yeah. from all the experiences we've had so far, but like he fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, this is so great. But uh, he does say that, like, well, maybe with Cecil now as a paladin, like, maybe you actually stand a chance to be Golbez. So I will have the Devil's Road opened. Um, as a paladin, I am certainly... Wait, what? I'm sorry. <clears throat> One more time. As a paladin, I am certain you can safely travel that bedeviled path. I will retire to the Tower of Worship now. Cecil, Tella, I pray for your success. And then he lets us go. Yeah. Oh, wait, but that's not it, is it? Now that I think about it, there is one more no, thing. It's not. Uh, no, it's not. And Palamon Parham are like, Yo, we're we're coming with you now. Yep, they uh they said they want to come with us and see where this train yeah, goes. They say to the elder, "You told us to help him, right? Or you told us to help him, didn't you? To see things through to the end. Please, elder, let us go too." And he's like, "Oh, you too. Very well." Yep. Ted tell us says he puts a lot of trust in these kids. Yeah. Like aid, like traveling with a war criminal up a like a <laughs> deadly mountain. And then I was like, "Hey, can we go like save the world too?" Like. <laughs> All right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, in in my version he was like, "All right, back to your studies now, kids." And they're like, "No, we want to we want to do this cool shit." No, we want to go murder this dude with Tella. Yeah. 
Uncle Tella was, told us that we can murder anyone we want. <laughs> well, I don't care what Uncle Tella says, all right? As long as you're under my house. <laughs> um, Let's just watch R-rated movies. <laughs> and always has gum. <laughs> and always has gum. Uh, but yeah, so he opens the snake weight for us. We get to keep Palom and Porum on our party. Um, and we're allowed to move on. Uh, the one thing I wanted to say before we uh, end the episode today, though, is that, like he says, he says, I'll retire to the, um, the what is it, the room of prayers? What does he call it? It's like the tower of prayer or the tower of worship, I guess, depending yeah. on which game. And he then he just says the tower in the 3D version. I'll be in the angry dome. <laughs> and then if you talk to um, his like attendants, immediately one of them is like, he has been praying for you every day since you left. And I was like. It's still the same day. He's been up there for like <laughs> it took, it, minutes. The mountain was I mean, three he's not, screens. You're not wrong. <laughs> well, like, I, I took it as like he just started too. I was like, yeah, he just went up there. <laughs> he like just now. <laughs> we just saw him walk up there. Like it hasn't. Oh, been. Oh, <laughs> I see what you mean. I I took it as like he started praying for you the moment you left for the mountain, Could which is be. also just a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like we just, we just did that. What do you mean he's been praying every day? It hasn't been a day. <laughs> well, today's a day. And it's every day. Oh, yeah, there's, not, there's not really day passing much in this uh, game. Yeah, I. It might be one of those it's things. Where we know we're it's like, been one day. Yeah, it might be one of those things where we're like, it's implied to be taking place over years or something like that. I don't know. Mm. But anyway, yeah. I think that's where we're gonna leave it today, right? Hell yeah, that's right. Before we go in that little snake hole. In the snake <laughs> hole, we're going down, going down the devil's road uh, to get back to Baron, which will be nice because we're trying to get to Baron, and there's a road that immediately takes us there, so it's yeah, very convenient. convenient. Yeah. Worked Convenient. out perfectly. The little, a little slip and slide straight to bear. A little too convenient. <laughs> <laughs> High speed rail. Yeah. High speed underground timey wimey rail. Yeah, is this the hyperloop that? They, oh, this God, is it. This is the one. Yeah. Um. The Baron hyperloop. Yeah. What a good episode. Like yeah, what? A, like what a good section of game, I should say. So fucking good. It's a thick, thick section. Yeah, there's a lot happened. We have kids now. We have a. We're a whole family. I think we're a whole dang family. The main message I'm gonna take away from this section is that if I ever see Camping Way again, I'm gonna fucking medio his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, you will never defeat Camping Way if you <laughs> no. go into it with vengeance. Yeah, in that's your right. Heart. I can't be looking you for retribution. Way in the mirror. <laughs> you must be fully light to defeat the evil camping way. <laughs> Took all my tens and gave me nothing in return. You paid me 300 gil for mine, but I also had like 15. Well, I think it was 300, but I did have like 15. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, you son of a bitch. I was saving those. It's not even enough for one cottage. It's lame. It's lame. He's, yeah. He's become the, the landlord way. Oh, ain't that the way? Hey, ain't that the way? <laughs> I'm so sleepy, y'all. I'm <laughs> I'm just like I'm like ready to go to sleep. What are we doing next week, Curtis? Next week we are uh, taking back Baron, baby. This is it. We're bringing oh, we're yeah. taking Baron back. Ta taking back Baron. That's my favorite emo band. Um, is taking back Sunday emo? Uh, probably like emo. Yeah, I guess they would be adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, tweet at Curtis if you disagree. You take the snake road now. <laughs> you take the snake road now. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, we're doing a fast travel to Baron, and then we're gonna uh, seize Baron, or will we? Maybe we'll fail. Seize the means of production. Of I guess literally, craft, yeah. Craft maybe. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. 
But yeah, we're looking for Sid. So we'll uh we'll go up until we find Sid and as uh, Cecil said, uh his uh, in any case we must return to Baron to commandeer an airship first. Right. So we're getting ourselves an airship, perhaps. We're getting an airship, boys and gals, and non-binary pals. We're doing the it. Big prize. The big prize. Um yeah. So that's what we'll be doing, my friends. Cool. Um, is there anything else we need to announce or anything? Nope. I'm still here. Still uh, Speed Souls Charity Marathon is going to be coming up in November. I'm sure I'll be involved in that in some way or another. I don't know if I'll be running anything or, or whatever, but yeah, that'll be a good charity. So keep an eye out for that. Still got the uh, last Mage Hand show coming up on the 11th of September. Hell yes. Uh, there are tickets for that online. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to announce. Would you like to face yourself down in the mirror, Alex, and uh, cast aside darkness? Would you like to take us down this bedeviled road? Ooh. Thank you tonight of the round for the theme music, beginning and ending theme music. Still slaps. Um, Go give them a support on Bandcamp, even though it's not Bandcamp Friday. But if you are listening to this on a Bandcamp Friday, especially buy it. Uh, thank you, Nobu Uematsu, Junior Nakano, and Kanichiro Fukui for the game music. Leave us a review on iTunes. It always helps. We just got a really cool review on a, a podcast service I'm not familiar with. That was about MC Faux Show's best song. Hell yeah. Shout out oh, to yeah. Allison by Proxy, who is awesome. Yes. Leave us a voicemail at 530-Materia or head us, you know, shoot us a text to tell us what you're up to. What do you see when you look in the mirror? <laughs> uh, you can find us at every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can join our Discord. Uh, you can find merch where we still have B-State Aurochs and other fun merch. Maybe soon we'll have a uh, uh, Palum pissing on your least favorite uh, brand of truck. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I have been the podsman who will ferry you beyond the pod. <laughs> the blightest <Yeah>. pod spot. <laughs> Alex Miglione, arch friend of podcast <laughs> the first of curses circle of three <laughs> <laughs> goodbye bye, bye.